Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hi there, welcome back to Everyday Revival. Excited to be with you again today. Get your coffee, your Bibles, if you're able to. If you're not and you're on the way to work or uh, at the house, um, grab something to drink, maybe uh, your Bible, uh, uh, if you're able to. That's the best way is to get your, the Word out and look at, look at these scriptures with us. Um, uh, and let's just get going into these things. We Last time we were talking about not being easily shaken, and especially in troubled times. And uh, I know everybody could raise their hand if we were to um, have an online presence here and you, you could actually... Uh, uh, you know, type in with us and, and answer, you would say this, I mean, we're living in troubled times. I mean, it's not, it's, they're not easy times, but man, when you know God, we know something, don't we? We know that uh, we have a helper uh, on the inside, and we looked at those things last time, and I told you last time, because we had left off with Psalms 91, uh, that we were going to get right back into these things. And so, you know, Psalms 91 is not just a, a, a scripture for funerals. Um, I've heard it at funerals. Maybe you've never heard it at a funeral, but I have. Um, but it is for everyday living. Um, great, uh, um, just if you want to know about abiding in the presence of God or uh, living in that secret place. Um, but I, I read it, and I'm going to read it again. Uh, if you didn't listen to the last one, go back and listen to it. But it's Psalms 91 says, He who dwells or lives in the secret place of the Most High will live or abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And then he said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. And I said last time that the word has to be in your mouth. Notice he, he said something. He didn't just acknowledge, you know, some people say, well, that's not just me. I, you know, I just believe in God in my heart and I just, no, you need to speak it out of your mouth. Say it, declare it. It establishes something on the inside of you. Verse three says, surely, surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the perilous pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers and under his wings, you shall take refuge. Now, I just want you to see that visual right there. I don't know if you've ever seen a bird in, when they have small, like baby birds, but they, they're very particular about it, and they will protect their, their, their babies, their young. That's the image we're getting here of our Heavenly Father, how gracious, how, how kind He is. It says, He will cover us with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. I'm telling you, we need that nowadays, don't we? Yeah, it says his truth shall be your shield and your buckler. In other words, his word shall be your shield and buckler. Listen to this, verse five, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness. Wow, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. These are, these are powerful statements, y'all. I mean, all the things that, they're, that they've tried to do and, and, and governments have tried to place, you know, in, in different uh, 
different countries, all the different things that have come up, the, the different diseases, the different um, variants, the different things that have come down, down the pipeline in the last few years. These verses, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, a pestilence, well, you know what that is, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. In other words, things are going to happen all the time, whether it's at night or in the day. But listen to what he said. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Now I'm going to preach. (laughs) It won't come near you. Come on. It won't come near you and it won't come near your kids. Listen, we got to get that in our mouth. We have to put that in our mouth. Thank you, Lord. A thousand may fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but it's not coming near me. It's not coming near my kids. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Wow. So not only did he say he'd protect us and that something would, that, that pestilence and those things won't come near us, but he said with our eyes, we're going to look and see that the wicked are going to be rewarded with uh, not so good things. Listen to this, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge or my home, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come near near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. I mean, y'all, this is... Powerful, powerful. Um, You just need to look at it with your own eyes. It's so good. No evil shall come near you or befall you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Wow. Powerful, powerful speech here. Powerful words, I should say. Uh, For he shall give his angels charge over you. Listen, we have angels that he's given to us to keep us. We have to believe in that. We have to have faith in that, that there are angels that are keeping us and watching over us. Aren't you glad for that? It says to keep you in all of your ways. That means when you get in your car to go to work, you need to say out of your mouth, thank you, Lord, I'm protected. No evil shall befall me today. Neither shall any plague, any plague, y'all, any plague, any flu, any disease, any sickness, it, shall, it says it won't come near you. Are we going to have faith in that? Yeah. I'm going to speak it out of my mouth. It says, we'll come near your dwelling. It won't even come near your house. It says, for he shall give his angels charge over you. They're going to keep you in all your ways. They're going to keep you in all your ways. And in their hands, they're going to bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. In other words, lest, you, lest there come, there's calamity or something around you. It says, no, your angels, he's given them charge over you. Woo, y'all, this is good news. So we're talking about not being shaken, shaken in troubled times, keeping the word in our heart and in our mouth. Let's look over here. Here's another Psalms. It's incredible. Psalms 23, another word, one that I've heard many times at funerals, but it's not just for funerals. This is for every day living. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me 
beside peaceful streams. There's that word peace again. Listen, let me say this. Anything attached to God or his, his kingdom, you're going to find peace in that. Because there's nothing in his kingdom that's full of worry or fear or lack. Anything that's attached to his kingdom is going to have peace attached to it. So that's why when we serve him, we need to expect that. Expect peace. Remember we talked about that last time. So he leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Listen to this. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I think the King James says, even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But this says, this version says, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. He's right there. You know, I, I, um, my brother uh, and them live in Germany. And uh, one time we were there visiting. And their, their previous home, they had, there's fields all around their, their, um, their home. And I remember, I, it was a, man, it was a long time ago. But I remember um, looking out in that field. And I saw, uh, you know, one of the sheep wasn't moving. It was laying, it was down. And uh, I just happened to see it. And, you know, the other sheep were out, you know, doing whatever, you know, just eating or whatever. And then I, when I happened to look back out again, I saw, you know, this guy come through the, the gate. And, you know, he didn't have the typical shepherd like we, we think of, you know, during a Christmas play. He was obviously a modern-day shepherd. And he went in and he uh, guided the sheep over into this other area and got them all situated. And then he got the small one that didn't make it. Somehow, I guess he, he, he died, but he, he got him and he, you know, picked him up, got him out of there and separated the sheep and were and then led them back into where they were supposed to go. I thought that was really interesting. I'd never seen anything like that. But when we think of these scriptures looking here at Psalms 23, he they're giving the analogy here in this psalm that he's our shepherd. He guides us and leads us. Now this man, I don't remember him having a staff in his hand, you know, like a the hook like the, the shepherds used to have. Maybe, maybe he did. I don't remember it. But it says that his, you know, talking about Jesus, it says his rod and his staff will protect me and comfort me. In other words, the purpose of that, that, uh, that rod, that um, shepherd's hook, was to get the sheep back in line, to, to protect them, to ward off animals. You know, it was a multi-purpose tool. Well, here he says, your rod and your staff, they protect me. Again, he's going to ward off things that are trying to get at us. And then he's going to comfort us. He's going to keep us. Listen to this part. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Now, this right here, this right here, I always get excited about. Because I've heard so many different people uh, preach on this, this one part here. And I just, whenever I read this, I always picture myself. In whatever situation I'm going through, maybe it's a, a hard time we're dealing with, whatever. 
And I picture myself sitting down at this, <laughs> this big, long table, you know, like you see in movies, big, long table. And all these, the different people that are, are maybe giving us a hard time or, you know, the, the, the different circumstances, and they're all sitting there. At the, and it says, just imagine yourself sitting right there, right there in the middle of the, the trial and the challenges that you're facing. And it says, you prepare a feast for me right there in the presence of my enemies. And I just picture myself just sitting there eating my food and eating my stuff that he prepared for me right there in front of my enemies. And I get to eat the good while they get to watch me be calm, be at peace, and sit there and eat the good of the land right in the presence of my enemies. Because, listen, uh, you know, uh, you know, he doesn't want us, he, he doesn't want us to just go without. He wants us to flourish in every time uh, slot that we're in, I should say. So he wants us to flourish. He wants us to make it. So he gives us this image of that he's preparing a feast for me right in the presence of everything else that's going on. Maybe you're, you're, you're facing some real big challenges in your life. Maybe it doesn't look like anything's changing. Just picture yourself, though, right in the middle of that circumstance where all hell is trying to break loose. And, just, and then I picture myself, because I always, I, I say, I endeavor to practice this thing, that when I'm going through things, I, I keep the word in my mouth and I either sing, praise, thank. It's always coming out of my mouth. So I, I envision myself sitting there eating good food, you know, right in the presence of my enemies. And they're looking at me going, what in the world? They're not getting upset. They're not getting troubled. They're just at peace. They're sitting right there. Yeah, because I know something. I know that I've already, I already win. I already have won because he won it for me. Amen. It says you, uh, the rest of this verse says, you honor me by anointing my head with oil. You honor me by anointing my head with oil and my cup overflows with blessings. We can't, we can't lose y'all. We can't lose. The only time we can, let me say it like this. The only time we will lose is if we, if we don't do the things that we're talking about here. If we don't keep the word in our mouth, if we don't put the word in our hearts, if we don't, if we don't stand in faith and, and have praise on our lips. Man, when we do those things, he says, you be the believer, I'm the performer. All he asked us to do was believe, right? And he said he would perform. He would be the one who does it. It says, surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. Not one day of my life is, is goodness or love not going to pursue me. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. You know, people that complain about going to church all the time. The Bible says right here, I will live in the house of the Lord forever. I get excited when I get to go to church. I get excited when I get to get around other people that, that uh, are following God. Why? Because it encourages me. It strengthens me. Right? The, the more I stay away, the weaker I get. I said the more I stay away, the weaker I get. The more I get around the things of God and the people of God, the stronger I get. So we can see here that in, in, in just this uh, psalm alone, we just read Psalm 91, Psalm 23, 
that there is there are powerful things in it about standing and not being shaken in in hard times. Listen to this one. We're just going over scripture this morning. Just simple scriptures. Uh, this is Isaiah 40 and verse 29 through 31. I know you probably memorized this when you were a little kid. I did. Uh, when I say memorized it, I you know we had scripture that we had to to learn uh, when I went to Christian school. Uh, but the older I've gotten, um, I look at these scriptures and I think, man, they're so powerful. They're so good. Isaiah, how many of you are excited about the word? Man, when I hear the word, it just it just it just does something on the inside of me. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. And I'm going to read it. Here he goes. Uh, King James Version, or New King James, I should say. He gives power to the weak. King James says to the faint. You ever feel like you're going to faint because you just can't take anymore? You just, you're, you're, uh, you don't know what to do. You, when I say you don't know what to do, you have, you have the God on the inside of you, but it just seems like you're just so overwhelmed by things. It says he gives power to you, to the weak. And to those that have no strength or no might, he increases your strength. Another great scripture to get in your mouth, to speak out. Even the youths or the young ones shall faint and be weary. And even the young men shall utterly fall. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Woo, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this and we're going to just look at this section for a minute. Those that wait upon the Lord. Let me say it like this. Those that spend time with him. Those that spend time with him. Where's all your time going? Is all your time going to worrying about the situation? Lack of sleep? Sleepless nights? What's your attention on? I'm asking you today about where your attention is because where your attention is is where you're going to get the results from. If your attention is on fear and worry, you're going to get more of fear and worry in your life. But if your attention is on the master, on him, on Jesus, remember when Peter, uh, you know, was on the, on the boat with the disciples and Jesus came and walked on the water? Peter got out of the boat and he says, I'm, you know, he was going to go to Jesus. And we know the story, right? We always, I've heard different people, you know, make fun of P- Peter and say, well, I can't believe he got out of the boat. Listen, he was the only one who got out of the boat. He had faith enough to get out of the boat and take the first step, y'all. So he got out of the boat. He began to walk on the water. He, why? Because his eyes, he said, I'm coming to you, Jesus. He had, he had his eyes locked on Jesus. But when he began with his five senses to feel something, when the rain, because it was raining and storming, when the rain and the wind and the waves, when he began to realize what what had happened and that he was actually walking on the water, he began to sink because of his five senses and because he took his eyes off of Jesus. When we keep our eyes on him, locked in to him, 
our eyes fully on him. I love one of my favorite hymns of all time, and I remember it from when I was a little kid was, and I'm not going to sing it because uh, it would probably be not that great, but, you know, the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. We've got to keep our eyes locked in on him. Again, here in Isaiah 40, 31, it says, but those that wait on him. If we're in a troubled time and we don't want to be shaken, the very first thing we do is go, go get into that place with, 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 our, with our Heavenly Father. What do I mean by that? Run into his arms. Open up your mouth and say, I need help, Lord. I realize I can't do this in my own strength. I need you. I need your ability. I need your help. But those that wait on the Lord, what? It says they're going to renew their strength. In other words, there's going to be, you know, there's renewable energy, right? And they're always talking about it nowadays. Well, there's renewable strength when we get in the presence of God. I mean, there's just, there's just everything we need in his presence. That's why I I try not to let a day go by where I'm not in his presence. Whether it's for a few minutes here in the morning, if I have a busy schedule, I get with him at night, right? I talk to him all day long. I practice the presence of the Lord. I practice his presence. In other words, I'm very aware that he's with me and in me all day long. I'm continually talking to him, continually aware of his presence. It says, shall renew my strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Listen, that's, that's where I think so many people are. They're so bogged down in worry and disillusionment, and they, they don't know what to do. And he said, if you'll just spend time with me, if you'll wait on me, that's where your strength comes from. And once we get that strength, what happens? All of a sudden, we have the strength to run and not be weary. So many people in the last few years, with everything that's been going on in the earth, they've become very weary. It said men's hearts will fail for fear. People's actual hearts have stopped beating because of fear. But that's not us, y'all. That's not us. We know something. We are convinced of something, right? That they that wait upon the Lord, we, we're going to renew our strength. We shall run and not be weary. And we're going to walk and not faint. We're going to keep our eyes straight ahead on on Jesus, keep our eyes locked in on Jesus. And then what are the other things that we're going to do? That's just daily. You know, Monday, Tuesday, what we're going to get in church on Wednesday, get in our church, get, get around the things of God, hear the word, apply it in our life. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're out doing our, doing the things that we do, keeping, keeping ourselves uh, aware of, of God, having a relationship with him, getting in his presence. And then Sunday, boom, we're back at it at, at church again, right? Why? Because it's a religious act? No, because that's where my help comes from. I have a relationship with the master. I have a relationship with Jesus. And he causes me to triumph every time. Aren't you glad of these things, y'all? I'm telling you, we just went over three, just three simple verses today. 
three simple verses today. I mean, uh, yeah, in, in, in Psalms here and in Isaiah, and I'm telling you, it, it just does something. It just it strengthens us. It gives us the ability to go on. And um, I'm telling you, it'll help you during your week. Go back over these things. Get, get your Bibles out and go back over what we just read today. And for yourself, highlight it. Underline things. Get it in your mouth. Speak it over your kids. I'm telling you, it'll help in your, in your household. It'll help with your marriage. It'll help in everyday living. Well, it's been great to be with you again. I love doing these podcasts. If you get a chance, share it with somebody so that they can hear the good news as well. Um, And uh, we'll be back with you next time on Everyday Revival.